Hello guys and welcome back to Limbo Nation. It's your boy Six. And I'm AC. What's Gucci? What's up, G's? Hope you guys had a great week. I've been here with Six doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling here, guys. You know, getting some new topics. Trying to see what we can entertain you with this week. So today I woke up with AC blessed with the toilet. <laughs> What the hell? You're not going to put that in. <laughs> yeah, guys. So she was feeling sick or something. I don't know. She's going to explain to you later in her segments. No, I'm not. <laughs> She's having little stomach problems. But we're not going to judge her for that, guys. Because we're not here to judge. You know? <laughs> we're just going to make fun of it. <laughs> okay, guys. So let's get started with the podcast. So I just want to clarify something from that we said from the previous podcast regarding a quote. The quote basically was respect uh, for each other's rights brings upon peace. Now, I just want to clarify that because rights can mean something completely different because depending on what country you live in, what state, you have different types of rights. But what the quote basically stands for is basic human rights. The right to do whatever you want, to be whoever you want, to not... Do you. Yeah. Do you at the end of the day. Well, basically, yeah, it's just, just human, basic human rights. Today we're going to do a couple of segments. Uh, we have a couple of segments in mind. But we're going to start off with... And you have anything to say, AC? Uh, yeah, sorry guys that we didn't post nothing. This this kid is just going to the podcast. Like, say sorry at least. <laughs> guys, it was a tough week, you know, AC. How feelings? <laughs> and, you You're know. such a liar. <laughs> yeah, we just got to keep going with it, you know. Just got to let it flow. <laughs> That's what we do. I want to say that this is going to be like the New York episode because we're going to talk about more about our roots. Right. Where we from. Yeah. Where we from? New York. <laughs> Brooklyn. This bitch forgot where we from. Where Brooklyn, we from? New York. Okay, Brooklyn, but we're not from New York. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. You're stupid, G. Well, we, we Brooklynized, though. Okay, but it's New York. At the end of the day, it's New York. You right. rap in New York. Okay, rap in New York. City. Jesus. But we, we're not rapping the state. <laughs> the city is in the state. I understand that, but we rap in the city. Yeah. The five but what's boroughs. the city called? The five boroughs, New York called? City. Okay then. Not just New York. Okay then. Okay, let's get <laughs> let's get with it, guys. Okay, um, you got any metro stories? No. The segment is gonna be metro. Co- what the fuck is metro? Train stories. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's do that after before. Let's do that after the the, the topic I want to talk about now. Because I want to talk about my 9-11 story, guys. So why are you asking me if I'm... I, I just wanted to preface what you was going to talk about. I just want to, like, give you a little glimpse. Okay. I want to give guide the guys a little glimpse. You guys are G's. Okay, guys, my 9-11 story. Now, AC doesn't really, like, remember most of it. Because ba- basically she was, what? Well, how old were you? I was seven. I was five. No, you, how you was five? You three years younger than me. You three years younger than me. I'm 1994, you're 1997. Mm. <laughs> so I can't even do math But it still gets to me guys You know I'm, I'm an emotional person You know I'm, I'm, I tap into my feelings once in a while AC don't care about it AC's careless You know But I still want to give my story You know Okay guys So this segment is going to be my 9-11 story It's basically my experience through 9-11 Because we were raised in Brooklyn well, I'm going to tell you my experience AC doesn't really remember her experience Because she was young She was 4 years old But I remember it Exactly like what happened. Yesterday. Yeah, like it was yesterday. It, it was stuck in my mind. Now, basically, guys, picture this. Brooklyn, <laughs> 2001, Tuesday, September 11th, right? It was a normal day. Mom wakes you up, takes you to school. You know, you do your basic school morning activities. Duties. Your duties. So, now, my, my school was PS193 in Brooklyn, New York. 
Gil Hodges, right? Gil yeah, Hodges. The Gil Hodges school. The Gil Hodges school. And I remember that it was a, it was a good school, you know. It was a five-story building, you know. Six if you count the rooftop and, and then the other little rooms they had on top, right? But from the fifth floor, you could see the whole skyline of New York, the whole New York skyline. And it was a beautiful sight, you know. The thing is that that same morning, the grades corresponded with the floor you would be having your classes in. First grade is the first floor. Second grade is the second floor and so on and so on, right? It was up to grade number five. So what would happen is that the only class that everybody would share on the fifth floor is science class. And Tuesdays just so happened to be science class. So we did, that day, I remember it was early morning, we were going to get ready to go to science class, but we didn't end up going to science class, which was weird, you know? But from the third floor, you could hear, like, students and teachers, like, whispering about something. It was just a weird, odd feeling, you know? Something that we never experienced before of um, a little bit of panic, but not so much. I remember uh, my brother. I think my brother, his name is Jix. <laughs> My brother Jix, um, he actually remembers some of some of it because what he saw, what he physically saw. Because I just remember looking out the window, and you, at that point you can't see you can't see the skyline, but you could see like the smoke. You know, that's what I remember. But Jix, obviously, he was on the fifth floor. He could see more of what, what I couldn't see. You know, he was probably seeing what was going down. And I remember my mom told me that Jix told her that he did see the smoke that day. You know, the actual smoke coming out of the buildings because the building was so high. And like I mentioned before, we could see the whole skyline. So he, he basically saw everything. So I just remember walking home. Walking home, I'm coming to pick us up at our scheduled time. And you know, as a little kid, you're focused on just going home and watching cartoons. You used to watch that Arthur, them Dragon Tales. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that day, it was like very ominous. It was very dark. You know, people were walking, people, more people than usual were walking in the streets. My sister, my older sister also remembers that because she was in high school at the time, she remembers that there was papers, little literal papers, falling down like it was raining paper, little burnt crisp pieces of paper. But I remember my experience was just going home, guys, and uh, waiting for the cartoons. But you didn't have any cartoons. You literally had a, a an emergency emblem, like you know in the movies, like in the zombie apocalypse or something like that. It was an emergency emblem saying, you know, this is not an emergency. Stay tuned to the like it was just you know and I, you got creeped out you just, as a little kid you're like what the fuck you know where's my cartoons, but then you kind of notice what happened because uh, they started playing it on the news. This happened, that happened, the two towers have been hit, and it was like an experience where we just stayed as a family close together. Everything shut down, right? All radio stations, TV stations, mostly everything shut down, and we were just there around the the living room, and we were looking at the news. And I remember literally that was my first experience of like people dying. And I can't believe they played it on the news. It was people literally jumping off the building that they were showing. Live feed of people jumping off the building. And you could hear the smack when they hit the ground. And I remember as that day we just stayed as a family together, you know. Mom was crying because mom has been through some natural disaster tragedies as well. Not, not me saying that this is a natural disaster, but... She's been through the 1985 earthquake in Mexico City, which killed the t almost 10,000 people. So she she was kind of just trying to hold us together, you know, keep us together, not not to alarm us in any way. But I remember days after that, it was just quiet. We still went to school, like it was, everything was normal in that aspect, but it was just a quiet moment. Everything was shut down. I remember the whole uh, city metro, the train, was shut down as well. And that has always affected me, you know. 
that aspect of like literally watching people die on TV, real people, not movies, not nothing like that. Real people die on TV at the moment, like it was traumatic. So yeah, guys, that's my 9-11 story. AC, what's your thoughts? Like there was a uh, something that got me mad, which was uh, Shane Dawson was talking about it. You know, Shane Dawson was talking about about um, a conspiracy theory, you know. And I and I'm okay with them saying conspiracy theories about how the government did it and whatnot and this and that. But then there was one cons- conspiracy theory that Shane Dawson was doing, where he said that the second plane was CGI, that it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got me mad because I'm like, people died that day. I saw them dying on TV. You can't tell me that the second plane was CGI and it wasn't real and, and they went that far, the government went that far to edit that out. You edited a fucking plane crashing the building, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, it kind of got me upset. Like, that that really hit me hard when I was like, you know, I really won't even want to comment down there. I was going to be coming, you know. Always comment trolling. <laughs> Not comment trolling because I just want to share my feelings, you know. Yeah, like, but it's like, sometimes <clears throat> it's just best to keep it between you. Because obviously, how is it going to be fake if a I, lot of people but I die? But I did keep, I know, I understand you that, know, but like, that, that's my case. But I didn't obviously comment because I cleared myself back because yeah. I don't want it's just me and my feelings, you know. And he even clarified he doesn't believe it, but like this is one of the theories. And I'm like, but you're still spreading this theory around where people like are gonna. Some people are gonna be crazy enough to believe it, you know. And you weren't, you weren't there, you weren't there, you didn't see it, and you, you, you didn't see all those people die. You didn't see the feeling that New Yorkers felt after that, you know. We're, we're strong people, you know. New Yorkers are always strong, you know. And that's yeah. where I, I feel you get it from. You're always strong when, when stuff happens, natural disasters, and other things happen. But it's just like it really bothered me that, that he was spreading that even though he didn't believe in it, you know, spreading that the second plane was fake, you know. Like, I, I don't care about them little thieves where they say they, the government did it and they put a bomb in there. But still, the, does it matter if, if, if you believe that second fucking plane did not crash? The thing is that it happened. Two fucking buildings fell, 3,000 people died, more than 3,000 people died. And as a New Yorker, you don't experience it until, you, don't, you, don't, you can't deny that, that, that it happened, you know. It's like them Holocaust deniers. You ever heard about that? No. Them Holocaust deniers that just that they say that the Holocaust didn't happen. That it was just a conspiracy made by the government. That doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. Like, you know, the, and I recently heard that the last World War II soldier has just recently died. Imagine that, you know. So now, I saw that the uh, woman that they killed the woman, what the do you Holocaust mean? survivor. Two guys stabbed her. Stabbed her? Yeah. But like, is it an old lady? Yeah. Would you hear that? The shade room. <laughs> shade room? Yeah. Oh, well, not only there, like the ABC News. No, no, we're going to get back to that, that comment about the shade room. <laughs> but, like, you know, but what I've heard was, it wasn't that story. It was that he died peacefully, The this World War II veteran, mm-hmm. the last one. Well, what my fear is, is he's the last person to have ever been through it, you know, to have ever actually fought in the war, to have experienced, you know, what Hitler was doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So now anybody out there could be could be like them stupid Holocaust deniers. It could be like it never happened, you know? There's no one alive anymore. There's no one. Like, you know, it's just a stupidity of how, how stupid people get, like, saying that history didn't happen. That's what, that's what sometimes gets me mad, grinds my gears. Because it's dumb, right? How yeah. are you going to deny the Holocaust? It's like all over history. Like, But there was this Austrian uh, king who killed 15 million people in Africa. Mm-hmm. How come he's not heard of it? You know, people say he's not very, like, mentioned because he killed black people. He didn't kill white people. Hitler's mentioned because he killed white people. Mm-hmm. So Hitler killed 6 million Jews and extras, you know, gays, gypsies, whatever. But this guy killed 15 million Africans. Why isn't he talked about? So it's just another, like, topic on interracial, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's just weird, no? 
Yeah. How this white guy who killed white people is being recognized for killing and denounced for killing, but this Austrian king just left, kept living his life, and he killed 15 million Africans. That's crazy. Okay, guys. So, yeah, that's my 9-11 story. I hope anybody else who has experienced it as a kid could relate because it was a traumatic experience for me. Um, I haven't told you, like, exactly my feelings, but I just told you what exactly happened that day. I do remember the papers, like I told you, the cursed burnt papers flying around. And you could always, you could, that whole week, you could see, like, smoke. It was always smoke. So, yeah, so it was a terrifying experience, guys. So we're gonna switch up the the mood a little bit, and we're gonna talk about uh, metro stories, cause you metro? know train stories. <laughs> What's going on? It's a metro stone. Well, you say train in New York. It's okay. train it's in train New York. Stories, train stories, guys. This segment is gonna be called train stories. <laughs> so, obviously, living in New York, one of the biggest metro hubs, train hubs in the world, you could um you always have these crazy stories. One of my crazy stories, guys, starting start kicking it off, is basically. A tip. The tip is basically not to get into a cart. If no one else is getting in it. If no one else is getting in it. Because the them shits is packed, right? So you always got to make sure that if it's packed and you see other cars that are packed, but then you stop on one that's not packed, (laughs) you don't go in the empty one. Because obviously it's empty for a reason. Yeah. So I remember I made that mistake once, you know, I was late. I didn't want to get all squished and, you know, go through that heat because it was like in the summer. And uh, I went inside the, the cart. And you, you don't notice anything at first, but then when the doors close, that's when you get the hit of the smell. <laughs> so you get a hit of the smell of a homeless guy who was in, like way in the back of the cart. And then you see a, a big lap of poop in the seat. A big lap of poop, guys. It was there. It always happens. It's not something new in New York. This always happens when you see an empty cart or it's either someone who's like a homeless person who hasn't bathed in a long time and, you know, smelling of the cart. But that's still tolerable. Some people still go in the in the, yeah. in the train. But this was literally a piece of poop, guys. That was right there in the seat. The juices were, you know, sliding as that's the train was. That's nasty. No, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. It was a nasty story of mine, you know? <clears throat> Have you had any experiences on the train? I saw someone fucking. <laughs> what? Yeah. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> so I would get out of work at like 3, 4 in the morning. Wait, do you remember what train it was? Yeah. What train was it? What train was it? I forgot. Mine was the R train. It was what, early was, what train was it near McDougal? McDougal was the R, the D. The one that went to Staten Island? The one that went to the Staten Island Ferry? The one. No? You know, I would get out at 3, 4 in the morning. So I would have to go catch the ferry. From and the work? ferry? Yeah. Yeah, I saw someone fucking on the train. I would get out of work at like 3, 4 in the morning. And um, it was like empty because like who the hell goes out? You know, the only pl- the only times that it was like a bit full was... Fridays and Saturdays, the weekends. So, and that was the days I would work. And uh, I got on the train and it was, that car was like empty. You know, just like yours. It was kind of empty. Because there was like a homeless guy all the way at the end. And then these two people, like, they were obviously drunk. And then they just started fucking. The, like, the girl sat on him and she just started going up and down. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I just kept looking at my phone, you know. <laughs> and nobody want to see that shit. Just mind your own business. <laughs> but they were butt naked. He pulled down his pants, mm-hmm. and she had on like a little, a uh, little skirt. They were white people. Yeah, they were white people. <laughs> Did they? You saw? You saw dick? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a little bit. <laughs> dick and vagina, mm-hmm. JJ? But her thing, like her skirt, was covering most mm-hmm. of it, and I wasn't gonna be looking like that's what. How close wear. were they to you? Cause it's like. Cause well, like the homeless person was on the end, so I wasn't gonna go all the way over there. Was it one of the new trains or the old trains? The old trains. Okay, the old trains. 
But they were drunk, you said. Yeah, they look drunk as hell. They look faded. <laughs> That's crazy. But I heard they do that. Like, people do that. Like, they like they get excited about doing it in public. Yeah. So, some people do it on the train. I heard in Mexico City train, they do it too. Ew. You never saw I that? think I've seen, like, a video that they posted. Okay, guys. I had a crazy... I had, like, five crazy stories about uh, the Mexico City train. And some shit that's happened. Because, you know, that shit get packed. Yeah, it gets... So fucking packed. So, like, I got some stories, but I feel like this is not for this podcast. This is about New York trains. I want to give a little explanation about where we lived in New York, just for people who think we lie in. Uh, New York, basically, we started living out in a uh, Midwood area in Brooklyn. That's where we lived for a couple of years. After that, we moved to what is called Sunset Park. That was my favorite spot we lived in. Sunset Park, I just, and I like the mix of the of people going from Avenue to Avenue. Because from 13th Avenue is where you, you get your Jews, your, your, your Jewish community, you got your Borough Park. Then you go to the 8th Avenue where you got your Asians, Chinese, uh, Koreans, and stuff like that. Then you go to the to 6th Avenue and you start getting your Puerto Ricans, your Dominicans. Yeah. <laughs> and then from four, from 5th Avenue to 4th Avenue, you it's get like Mexicans. Is Mexicans and like, you know... Maybe like watermelons and stuff, but yeah. just like that type like of... Like overall, like Hispanic. Hispanic, Mexican. The, you always got to hit it Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue in uh, Brooklyn, New York was like the was the best because it was like a Mexican stores, uh, Chinese stores, um, all, the, all the good places like KFC and McDonald's, yeah. all the pizza places. So guys, another story about like the MTA experiences that we've had is uh, with the B11. That's the Brooklyn 11, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So uh, you always used to take that bus because at that time we lived in Sunset. So that's the bus that would get us back and fro. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing with yourself, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Guys, AC just had a little spasm, but we're, gonna, we're not going to judge again. You know, he's going to let it go and let it flow. <laughs> but guys, in New York... You get all crazy types of people in the MTA, either the bus or the metro, right? But it's crazy stuff going on. You see them little homelies just doing their little thing. Homelies? Yeah, homely people. Oh, what? <laughs> homeless. Oh, this kid trying to put homeless in the Q-way. Homely, the homely. The homelies. Okay, guys. So this there, there was one day where, I don't know if you guys remember, if you guys from New York, there was this cop who was going to say the world was going to end around October 2013. He was like, the world's going to end, the world's going to end. And he was actually paying for these posters, right? These posters said, like, you know, hell is coming or or brace for the apocalypse, you know? So it was some scary, like, posters that they were putting on, yeah. the, on the train. Uh, and I remember one day I was just, the train was really packed. I was coming back from work. And one of the tr- and it was it was like kind of like a, a, the time where there was like the, the zombie apocalypse kind of thing. <laughs> where yeah. it was like zombies around that, that time where you thought like people were going to come. Yeah. Like because of the cannibalism, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The there cannibalism. was some news about. Don't yeah. interrupt. <laughs> there was some news about cannibal people, and yeah. that's where it was like that. that it was time. like kind of vibe, yeah. you know, that it was going to be like cannibals vibe. and stuff, and like the zombies coming to life and stuff. Yeah. So suddenly, now sometimes the metro doors, the train doors uh, in New York. They open, you know, so you could hop from train to train, and suddenly, like, I see this this woman, and like, literally, guys, it was so scary because she looked like her skin was peeling on her face. 
she had like she was like she was eating herself like yeah so <laughs> like getting her fingertips and just scratching her skin off yeah so that's not the creeper part you know it's part of the vibe like you get in and then like literally I see the poster and it says like the hell is coming the apocalypse <laughs> and then you see this bitch coming in and then oh, acting all crazy. his pants no the thing is that she was acting really crazy like she literally looked and it was crazy because she looked at a woman yeah who looked uh, clearly had a wig on and she was kind of chubby and she was like, you fucking pig, you fucking Jew pig, die, bitch, die. And it was just like crazy with that voice. Yeah. And she just like kept going out down the train and pushing people out the way and like yelling at them, yelling at everybody. She almost, she literally looked me in the eye. Literally, she So you thought me. she was coming for you? Yeah, I thought she was coming for me and I really got to see like the dead skin inside yeah. her, the hole that she has like a hole, guys. And it was like filled with some blood and On stuff. On her forehead. On her forehead. And she just started screaming all over the train. And she kept, she kept yelling at the Jews. Anti- she was being very anti-Semitic, you know? But she was also calling uh, the black people pigs and, and this and that. And I was like... And at that time, it's like, New Yorkers, we don't really care. But it's also like, fuck you, right? <laughs> but uh, AC has a similar story regarding the same woman. And I don't know if anybody that hears this podcast is from Brooklyn who's seen this lady. But she's a crazy, yeah, like, scary... she's so creepy. Yeah, okay, what's your story, AC? So at that time, it was school time, you know, got to go to school, get in the books. <laughs> and so I was coming home, and at that time, I would take the B11. So that B11 would take me to Sunset, where we lived at the time. So I was waiting for the bus, and then, like, the lady comes, well, this woman comes up to me, and she's like, can I borrow $20? And I, like at that time, I was making my coins, you know, because I was working too. And she asked me for $20, and I was like, okay, like, no, I'm sorry, shawty, but I'm not going to give you shit. Like, I don't know you. And she was, like, she was, like, begging me. She was, like, please, please, please. I really need it, but with her voice. And Guys, she has the creepiest voice. Yeah. Literally, she, like, one of her phrases that she used to say, making fun of the Jewish people, was, Mashugina. She literally talks like that, guys. So, thank you for interrupting. <laughs> so, I was, I was like, no, I'm sorry, I don't have any change. You know, we always lie. We always do got change. But I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't, I don't have money right now, you know. And she was just like, please, I'll, I'll meet you here on Wednesday and I'll give you back the $20. Yeah. And I'm like, gee, we from Brooklyn, like, you ain't coming back. So, like, I didn't give it to her and then the bus came and she got on it. And I was like, no, oh, my God. And uh, I was sitting down. She sat in front of me. So I got to see, like, whenever she would turn to look at the window, and I love my window seat. So whenever she would turn to look at the window, like, I see that, like, dead skin or, like, that fucking hole in her head. And I was like, ew. Like, I was so creeped out. And it's, like, the same scenario at 6 because, like, this Jewish lady sat next to her and she started, like, telling her a bunch of shit. And then she was, like, she was just screaming to herself at this point, like, Mashugana, Mashugana. And I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, that shit, I'm about to die right now. Like, she's about to eat my face right now. It was the same time, guys, around the, the whole zombie apocalypse kind of thing. But, like, the, her voice stuck, stuck, stuck inside my head. I always scare AC with it. Yeah. <laughs> Even my, other, my older brother, too. Like, I would tell him the story, and he would be out of nowhere, like, my shoe. And then I'd be like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> like, one day we were just walking down the block, you know, uh, going to get some food. And I just randomly just decided to, like, come up with it, you know. And I said, my shoe. And uh, <laughs> I don't care if people will stare at me. I was just a scared AC, a little scared. <laughs> assholes. Okay, guys. This segment is called AC Reacts to... News. That's what I want to name it. AC reacts to news. In this case, one of the first topic I'm gonna hit you with AC is the. Um, did you hear the Facebook Analytica scandal? No. Basically, what happened is that Facebook has uh, the information. You know, when they collect, when they ask you 
this app wants to uh, use your Facebook, so you could log into that. So it's easier, no, to log in. Yeah, like, exactly. You don't have to put all your information. Yeah, they 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 basically give some information about you. Like let's say you put phone number or or anything related to Facebook that you gave Facebook, any information that Facebook has on you, they give it to the app. Mm-hmm. You know, so the app could find better better ways to to provide better feedback on the app, right? But what what was happening is that there was this app, these little quizzes. I know I don't I don't know if you heard about them. The quizzes that would be like, um, which coffee am I or which cat am I? Which is my which would be my favorite cat? What will happen is that it will use another app to basically steal your information. Okay, and that information they will use it against you. This company, uh, Cambridge Analytica, will use this the information that they got from Facebook to try to give you more ads, and they, they kind of affected the election in 2016. But the scandal comes back to where if you have your friend and they sign up for that app, that app also stole your information, even though you didn't ask, ask for the, the app to get your information. So basically, if your friend ever took one of those quizzes and accepted to get uh, to give Facebook their information, the app would take your friend, all your friends' information as well. What the hell? Every, every single one. And if those friends had friends, it would take those, those friends' information. Yeah, like a chain. Yeah. So even if the... the if you were the only one who consented to it, so that's what that's why the scandal got crazy. That's why Facebook lost a lot of uh, its stock value. Mm-hmm. It literally lost a hundred a hundred billion dollars in stock. Danger. And Mark Zuckerberg's net worth went from seventy two billion to sixty bis almost sixty billion in just one week. That's crazy. But basically, that's his. But can you leave that? But I mean, would he really care though? Yeah, like he still has a lot of money. He still has though. a lot of money, but like you know, people, wouldn't, rich people, care about their money. And imagine in one week losing that much money—that's crazy. That, that is, but I mean, that's like also for the people. No, it's like an invasion of privacy. Like what yeah, the that's hell? the thing. It's an invasion of privacy. You give your information for someone for an app and something like that to just get the basics, you know? Yeah, and not just you directly. <clears throat> like even if your friends sign up for that, like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That that was a Facebook analytical scandal, and it keeps going on. Apparently. Uh, a lot of people are already deleting their Facebook, and I remember I showed you this week, this past week, how to download all your information. Yeah. Literally, guys, if you go to Facebook and there's an option for you to download all your information, they have all, every picture you sent, every message you sent, any picture you posted on Facebook. It has a list of your friends. It has all your conversations. Like even if you deleted it, like he showed me, because I would send pictures of me to my to through his Facebook. I was like, no, six, don't open it, because mm-hmm. you know they're not the pictures that he finna want to see. <laughs> But it's, like, all your conversations. Yeah. Like, since you started Facebook. Even if you started, like, back in, like, 2000 or whatever. And it's it's also, like, I also think it, but people should be more conscious, especially nowadays, of their information, you know? What information they should give to apps, what information they, they have on Facebook. Do you ever, what, what information have you put on Facebook? Because I remember the only information I put is, like, high school stuff, when I went to high school, this and that. But I remember I don't put address, I don't put um, phone number, you know? And I also went to the setting, guys, where you could, um... See what ads are tor- targeted towards you, you know? And uh, you could actually select Facebook. You could actually select so that Facebook doesn't use certain ads on you. Based on your internet searches, I searched for cat. Mm-hmm. Cats on fa- on Google. Facebook would have that information and immediately started like sending me cat ads and what's <laughs> this for my cat and that this for my cat. So, you know, it's kind of like invasion of privacy, you know? Second news. Now, this goes back to the shade room, mm-hmm. right? Because I was looking at it and I was thinking about what I told you about how, like, people nowadays get the information from the shade room. But I was looking through, I was scrolling through their feed, and they were actually giving some good news, some good current news. It wasn't just, like, 
Black China, <laughs> Black <laughs> China uh, throws a... What's his name? YBA Young Mari, whatever. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know the name, but Black China throwing her fucking little girls. Oh, yeah, I saw that <laughs> when she got into the fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some of that, but there's also, like, relevant news regarding, like, one... one it's not all just gossip. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I'm actually praising them and giving them their, their props for this because they actually decided to have a platform where they have millions of followers. But yeah, it's mostly followers who are interested in gossip, <laughs> throwing them some 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 current events and current news, important stuff. I remember I was watch, I was going through their feed this morning and I saw that uh, Winnie Mandela passed away. Yeah, I saw that. Now, Winnie, Man- Winnie Mandela, guys, is um, was Nelson Mandela's wife. She's a politician and activist. She did she was fighting for for a better world. So that's something that I do like that they're trying to show people who are more t- interested towards gossip and stuff something about the real world. Not you know? just gossip. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I really like that she died at 81 years old, guys. May she rest in peace. And uh, I hope that people could see the post and actually search her name and see what she did because she did some great stuff. Okay. Yeah, I was perusing through the shade room, guys. <laughs> Found some interesting <laughs> stuff. I also heard about some kids that were like on a bridge and they saw a man. What's the latest oh, on the shaving? Yeah. What's the latest on the shaving? What's the latest yeah, topics? Yeah, I saw that they uh, that they saw a guy that was gonna suicide. Commit suicide? suicide? Sorry, <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> he was suicide. gonna suicide. <laughs> he was gonna commit suicide, and two boys helped him. That I heard that they didn't, they didn't let him yeah, go. Yeah, they didn't let him go. That's good, you know. Yeah. It's good to show like the, what what the young people is doing. Yeah. Would you ever do that? I feel like kids nowadays are like seeing that the world is becoming, you know, shitty. So they're trying to stand up for like what's be- what's good, what's right. Yeah. Because would you ever do that? Would you ever, like, see someone, like... Mm. Yeah. You would do that? I feel yeah. like you would just, like, turn your head and be no. like, that's, you know, do you? that's something serious. That's <laughs> something serious? Yeah. What like, you only do you when it's something, like, that's stupid, that I think is stupid, you know? Like, but if, like, he's about to commit suicide, it's just... Obviously, you would help him. They just rushed towards him? Uh, yeah, they saw him about to jump off the bridge, and they refused to let him go. Like <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> yeah, three boys found men about to jump off bridge and refused mm-hmm. to let go. Go to the next one. What's another interesting one? Like current events. Current events. Where's her post? Oh, there's a Black China video. <laughs> <laughs> they said that she touched her daughter. What happened? They touched. What's the latest on gossip? On gossip. Did you hear about uh, Stefan Clark? No. It was all over the news. They um how police brutality and stuff. What do you think about police brutality? Give me your like quick thoughts about I it. I have seen some videos uh-huh. about that. Like I think it's so fucking rude and disrespectful. It's just stupid. Like train your police yeah. people better. You know. But it's cause like it's not that they don't train them good. It's just that the power goes to their head. You know they think that they have so much power. But how come they didn't do that with white people? Did you hear? Okay, let me let me get started with the topic. Okay, so this is related to the police brutality thing because you just said that. Um, what did you say that they didn't, they didn't train them well? They don't. Yeah, like, it's not that they don't train them. It's just that they the power goes to their head. You know, they think that they could do whatever they want just because they are police officers. But the thing is, like, this guy, right? Uh, let me first talk to you about Stefan Clark. Stefan Clark was, they basically got a phone call from neighbors mm-hmm. uh, saying that um, there was a, they were robbing cars around the area, so they needed uh, police to come. And what happened was that he was he was on his in his backyard, in his grandma's backyard. And then he started seeing the helicopters and the police people, and he got scared, so he decided to run back into his grandma's house. But all of a sudden, you see police, you know? Now, he's in his grandma's backyard. Mm-hmm. So if you see a policeman, like, coming towards you, you're just going to get scared because you think somebody's, like, some someone's, they're, they're, chasing after, yeah, they're yeah. chasing after somebody else, you know? So what happened is that they, they went up to him. The video is, like, 
gruesome, you know. They went up to him and they were, they, they, they were like, put your hands up. And they immediately started shooting. No no remorse. They immediately started shooting. Coming to the, the interviews of the policeman, they said that apparently they thought he had a gun. and they, I think I saw. And, and, but it was his phone. His phone yeah. that they saw, so that, that's why they shot him dead, cold blood. Yeah, that's and so that stupid. And that the autopsy revealed that they actually also abused him physically. So it was just like crazy, like how they do that. Now this is going back to Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof was the one who shot up the the, the Charleston church. church. Oh, yeah. He was a white supremacist. The thing is that that mm, that guy who literally went up and shot black people in a church. Literally, the police came out to him, cuffed him up nicely. They didn't like rough him up, and then they he was like, "I'm hungry." So they went to they they went with him to get Burger King. So these policemen would rather kill a a person who they don't even know has done anything. They, he hasn't shot nobody. Like an innocent person. Innocent person just because of the color of his skin, they're gonna immediately shoot because apparently he's a danger to somebody. But a guy who literally had a uh an automatic weapon and killed people in the church, they're gonna go ahead and treat him like nothing happened, and they're gonna go get McDonald's with uh, Burger King with him. You know? Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. That's the thing about, like, you know, the color of your skin, and I hope things get better, but... Another thing was, uh... Philando Castillo. You know, he, you didn't see the Philando Castillo video? Let me show it to you while we're on the podcast, okay? It's also gruesome, because, like... Now, he was a school uh, lunch lunch person, you know? But the video is literally, like, it makes you cringe. Not cringe, it makes you just sad, like... That, that this is happening, That it no? actually happened, you know? So, we're gonna watch the video... Philando Castillo, you know, he was a regular citizen, you know. Now, you know how they tell you in the U.S. that you're supposed to, like, if you have any weapon on you, you got to let them know just so you they, they, they know to, like, be safe? Yeah. Let me preface what happened. Basically, Philando Castillo, he, he got stopped by police, which, obviously, African-Americans in the U.S. always get yeah. stopped by police. So, he decides to tell the policeman, you know, I, I do have an arm, sir, you know, I just want to let you know so that and he shoots him. Oh, my God. Because the guy beforehand told him, get me your license. Mm-hmm. So that was he was reaching to get, but at the same, I know, and it's kind of sad, you know, the the world we live in, where, cause the guy, the police asking for his ID, his ID, as he's reaching for ID, he tells me, no, sir, officer, I got a uh, a handgun in uh, with me, I'm just letting you know, and then the guy shoots him because apparently he thought he was reaching for the gun for the gun, when he asked him to get his license, get his license, and the sad part is that his daughter was in the car, his oh wife was God. in the car. Let's see AC reacting to the Fernando Castillo video. Now, this is going to be a little bit, like, um, shocking for those who already saw, saw the video. And it's a little bit sad, but we just want context to what we're talking about. Okay, guys? So, see, they stopped him, right? And the thing is that the cop went free. It wasn't a murder, you know? They declared it not, not, uh, not guilty. Not guilty. And it's just sad, you know? The, and that's why I give the example. Of the Dylan Roof, you know, who killed nine people, literally had a gun on him when he got arrested, and he still they still took him to Burger King. I remember in New York there was cops who were racist as well. You know, I'm not gonna say because I live in New York it's like the best place, and then no, I want to show its negative side too. It's something where the whole government should work together, you know, to solve the issue, train better, you know. It is crazy. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's, that that video was so. Okay, the next news that AC is, is going to react to is going to be dolphins. Did you know that? You know dolphins is like... They rape? No, I'm not, <laughs> not that because I heard that too. Oh. <laughs> but uh, dolphins are also like one of the smartest mammals. Yeah. Next to humans. Yeah. If you see a picture of their brain, it's like two... It looks like two human brains stuck together. And apparently they use sonar to communicate. Basically just by u- using sound. Yeah. So... 
the thing is that um I remember I was watching this National Geographic because you know National Geographic get a lit. Yeah, you their, know I like them shows with them animal videos. Did you also check out uh Planet Earth? No. <laughs> guys, Jimmy Kim always does this a segment with Snoop Dogg <laughs> called Planet Earth. I recommend you guys watch it. It's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. But getting back to the dolphins, they use they're really smart. These dolphins are super smart. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the, the National Geographic came out with this video showing how the dolphins are one of the first mammals that outside of humans that they've seen and recorded that they get high. Are you serious? How do they get high? Because, the, you know the blowfish? Yeah. You know, the, the blowfish has like, like this... Like Spongebob? Yeah, like Spongebob blowfish. What's her name? Miss Puff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that type of bitch. Yeah. She actually carries poison in her. You know, yeah. these fish carry poison and what the dolphins do that they, they, they when they're puffed up, they squish them. Mm-hmm. They squish them and the, do- the puffer fish release a little bit. A yeah. little bit of that toxin. Because if you take up some of that toxin to humans, you could kill you. Mm-hmm. But to dolphins, like if they take a little bit, little doses, they could get high with it. Are you serious? So they they get the, so high. Yeah, they they go up to the puffer fish and they squeeze it and they play around with it until they they secrete the yeah. And then they just get high. You <laughs> see them like dancing around in circles and doing this crazy shit, and it's like one of the first animals that do recreational drugs. You it's know? on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch it. One on YouTube, the, you can see the dolphins cheesing and getting all lit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's insane. Could you imagine dolphins getting high? I want to be them dolphins right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, that was it for today's podcast. Make sure you follow us at Limbo underscore Nation. Finally got it right this time. No more mistakes. (laughs) Six. Hello. Six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys, you could always follow the conversation. (laughs) Follow the conversation. Join the conversation and follow us on Twitter. Make sure, guys, to ask us any questions. What's your fun fact today? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, my fun fact this week is basically that I'm in love with roller coasters. I'm in love with the riding any type of adventurous ride, uh, going to an amusement park. I'm with it, you guys. Uh, I like the adrenaline. I like the blood pumping through my veins and feeling alive. That's what it is, feeling alive, guys. On the contrary... Not for me. Sorry. Never gonna do it. <laughs> I hate roller coasters. I hate heights. Anything to do with heights, I hate it. AC's not about that life, guys, but uh, stay tuned because we're going to do a little series called a- AC Does It, where you're going to let, uh, AC's going to basically face her fears, you know? <laughs> That's what it is, you know? So you guys could get entertained with her screaming as she's falling down as we skydiving. <laughs> Are we done here, Six? I think so. I think we All right, I'm not topics. even going to let you finish. Get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> Bitch.